0: Hey, this is Ollie and welcome to The Body Reset. This podcast has been built to help career-driven professionals and business owners intelligently upgrade their body, energy, and personal performance in the modern world. I want to help uncover some of the core concepts, beliefs, and frameworks that we've used with thousands of clients to navigate health and performance as we age. If you want more like this, simply subscribe so you never miss the newest episode. So, what I want to go through tonight is the night formula. If you want to have a great day, you need to have a good night routine. And if you're a busy professional, you're a business owner, and you struggle to wind down in the, the day, that's what I want to go through today. If you're not sure who I am or if you've seen our stuff before, I'm Ollie Wood, uh, founder of The Body Reset. We've helped thousands of busy professionals and business owners over the last decade uh, really get their health and body back on their side. And we do it in a way that's sustainable, smart, and actually enjoyable that allows you to fit this into every day. So, it's not just a six week diet, it's something that really allows you to build a strategy that's going to work long-term. So we're going to break it down into three categories today to really build out your night routine. We call it the three, two, one, nice and simple to remember, really allows us to focus on what you're having in that last meal in the day and how much of a difference that's going to make to your overall energy and quality of sleep. We're going to go through how to wind down from work. How do we make sure we stop that mental chatter so you can actually wind down? And then lastly, what are those main stimulants that are really going to get in the way of a good quality sleep? All right, so the first one I want to start with is obviously that when are we to have our last meal and what should we have the big part about the last meal is uh it allows us to fuel you know the recovery i think from a recovery standpoint from training is one of the most important meals to recover from the day is what we're having in the last meal where we see a big issue is that there's a massive uh, worry around where to have carbohydrates in the day, especially in that last meal. And we focus a lot on nutrition timing with our clients and being able to really keep sustained high energy throughout the day is our biggest focus. One of the things that we see really, really helpful is that ability to calm the nervous system. Now, part of that comes from our awareness of how we respond to the outside world how we're breathing and tuning in but being able to calm our nervous system down in that last meal carbohydrates can actually be really really helpful so provided you're active and you're exercising on a relatively regular basis it could be anywhere from sort of two to four times a week at least then it allows us to utilize hopefully carbohydrates better in that last meal and the ability to add 20 to 30 grams of carbohydrates or just a good amount of potatoes sweet potato long grain rice quinoa something that's really wholesome and and sustaining throughout the night can be a really nice way to calm the nervous system down now the reason that's our three is we typically want to keep this about three hours away from bed if you're someone who struggles from acid reflux this could be somewhere where either one reading the wrong foods we're noticing that there has an inflammatory response we're noticing that we're quite inflamed from foods and that's going to have an impact on really diluting our stomach acid and causing further acid reflux Uh, Key note here is it's usually that we don't have enough stomach acid, not that we have too much. We see this really, really common problem. And when we're taking lots of medication, again, seek medical advice first. But certainly from what we've seen inside our world, when we start to remove a lot of these inflammatory food groups, we find what foods you feel best on, we start to remove a lot of these acid reflux issues. But if we're eating a meal and then lying straight down, or even worse, we're falling asleep on the couch. That can really have quite a big impact on uh, that burning sensation in our esophagus, that acid reflux that's starting to come through. So, giving ourselves a good three hours for that in one category, but two, just giving ourselves time to digest foods and break them down before we go lie horizontally really will make quite a difference so three hours general really nice gap to give you between when you have your last meal and when you go to bed the second one we're going to go through is two all right the amount of hours we want to give you to switch off before bed if you're not already uh, switching off ideally before dinner which is a great place to start but we want to give yourself at least two hours where we're switching off that brain we're taking the time or giving yourself permission to unwind to shut off from the day not think about things right up until 2am and able to have a good restorative sleep if you're not able to calm that mind down you're going to wake yourself up in the night and we've done some really deep trainings into why we wake up and when in the night happy to uh, send you through some resources for that if you want access to our sleep resource that really breaks down what time of the night are you waking up and what does that mean then simply comment sleep guide below happy to send that through but what we see is certainly if you're someone who wakes up in the three, four or five o'clock where you feel alert, you wake up, that's a cortisol spike. That's a stress response. And it happens a lot of the time when the night before we haven't taken the time to unwind, actually turn off that mental chatter in order to have deep restorative sleep. So what do you do about it? Right? It's all good in saying don't stress about things at the end of the day, but when is that ever being helpful? taking the time to do a simple time block in your day really allocate this i've done a huge training on this with our clients a simple to-do list is a really good way to get things out of your head but we now need to do something with that list otherwise it just becomes a very uh, visual list of all the things I haven't done yet, right? So taking that to-do list and actually allocating a priority order to it, what's my most my main priority and then what's my list down from that and then allocating those to certain days. Being realistic how many you can get done in a day. I personally like to have two or three things in every day that I can tick off rather than trying to expect to get through 20 on Monday and then noticing that 18 moved to Tuesday and then 19 moved to Wednesday because three things are being added and I never get to the bottom of my list. That's where stress comes through. That's where that cognitive load comes through. So being able to create your own strategy around how you take your to-do list to a calendar, whether it's through that time blocking and prioritization of tasks, allows you to visually allocate that time to certain spots. The cool thing about this over time is it allows you to get much, much better at it in knowing how much time to allocate to a task. I think everything takes 10 minutes and when really I need 45 or 50 minutes to complete a task. And over time, I've got better at that. And by doing so, I've given myself to actually slow down at the end of the day all right so number two there is giving yourself two hours before bed to unwind and give yourself permission to step away from work if you haven't already and then one the last hour that we're looking at here is light exposure we spend 90 percent plus of our day under artificial lights we're getting this constant stimulus from uh, these external signals that it's still daytime and when we're naturally involved to work with a circadian rhythm and we have natural blue lights in the sun to wake us up and we have natural more reds and yellows in the afternoon sun to slow us down or to calm us down and has a very real response on the secretion of things like melatonin to calm the body down and get deep restorative sleep we're disrupting that entire system by constantly being under light now alongside a lot of the benefits to be able to work late or be able to see things past 6 p.m especially as we move into winter the one thing that we really need to take into consideration here is that signal to our brain. And that's where we really get into this tired but wide spot. We start to get really light sleep throughout the night. And being mindful of one, the mind stimulus, if we're listening listening to something or watching a movie on the screen, uh, there's gonna be a stimulus to the brain that doesn't allow us to wind down. But beyond that, that simple light exposure in a very real way is going to reduce the quality and the depth of our sleep overall. So being able to transition that last hour of the day away from screens be a huge lifestyle shift for so many people, right? We sit down, we blob on the couch, we spend three hours there, we finally feel tired enough, and we drag us to bed. And I think the last time I looked at these stats, uh, the average American spent four to six hours a day in front of a TV right? I don't think it's going to be much better in New Zealand or Australia, All right. So looking at that space where we can transition that last hour to create more connection with our kids or our partner, being able to move to other strategies to maybe even get ready for the following day. I went through a really, really interesting space just last week. I've just had laser corrective eye surgery, and I couldn't look at any screens for four or five days. Now, my entire company is online, not to mention, you know, winding down from TV, all these normal things that we get in the habit of doing. And I managed to do my cooking. I managed to do... Um, some card games with my partner I managed to do all of these things that actually were really quite enjoyable I had really good sleep, I had a really nice structure I was set up for the next day it's easy. It's 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 something that it's so easy to do, it's so easy not to do, but it's that space where we, if we block out that time it one improves our sleep, not to mention the quality of our health, the quality of our relationships, and probably the quality of our work, that can be a very positive way to actually improve your entire lifestyle. So giving yourself that one hour, that challenge at the end of the day to have that alarm on your phone, you want to be in bed by 10, set the alarm at 9 and get off that space. When you're able to make that shift over to allocating time to wind down and actually get to bed on time you'll actually get to bed on time and you'll get a better quality sleep because of it so those are my three main steps that need to be put in place in order to create a night routine we can focus on nailing the morning winning the morning as much as we like but to have a good day tomorrow the first thing we must do is have a good night and that's the unsexy it's the boring stuff that makes this actually work long term. If we're focused on productivity and get the most out of the day, the first thing we have to nail is the capacity to do so. And it starts with sleep. So hopefully today was helpful. If you want access to this full sleep guide and really what I do for my routine, my recommendations of where to start, simply comment sleep guide below. I'll send you through the video of the full breakdown of when in the night, Uh, means what in regards to why you're waking up. That can be super interesting. And then also a full strategy and breakdown of the certain habits and techniques that we've used in order to improve thousands of clients' sleep. So hopefully today, nice simple video around sleep quality and the routine to really show up tomorrow. But those three two one formula will really allow you to look at this through a new lens of a simple strategy that will just sit in the back of your mind so hopefully that was helpful guys hope you have an amazing week and um, you know i'm always here to help so if there's any questions that you can drop in the group or anything else that i can answer for you i'm always here to help so have an amazing week and weekend and we'll talk again next week see ya bye this episode is brought to you by the body reset world leaders in health and performance coaching if you love this episode it'd be a massive help if you could just share with one person that you think would benefit i'd also love to hear from you personally on social media or via email if i can help you personally until next time remember long-term change comes from self-compassion and thanks for tuning in